Hello and welcome back to Commodity Conversations by the team at Mercado, the podcast where we aim to keep you up to date with the latest trends, drivers and moves in livestock, grain and oilseed and fibre markets. I'm Olivia Agar. Thanks for tuning into episode 195. Digital transformation in the livestock industry certainly isn't a new concept, but there are some companies out there that are really paving the path forward with data, tools and technology that are really exciting. And today we are talking with the co-founder and managing director of one of those companies. It's my pleasure to introduce Joel Rooks from AgriNows. Now, Joel and his team have built software solutions that are helping to digitize the livestock sector, particularly for livestock agents and sale yards. And they've also had a major role in EID tagging of sheep and goats in Victoria. Now, I'll leave Joel to tell you more about AgriNows' story, what they're doing, some of the challenges and wins along the way, as well as what's next. But first, a quick whip through what's been happening in markets this week, and it's been a lot. It was a pretty ordinary week in sheep and lamb. All indicators tanked with lambs at levels we haven't seen since the depths of the 2020 COVID closures. Mutton followed suit, and while slaughter has picked up, it's just not enough to cope with the last flush of old season lambs coming through. The sentiment wasn't any better in cattle markets, which suffered another week of consecutive losses. The Eki's now fallen below 900 cents per kilo for the first time since June of 2021. And it's been a week since the Black Sea Grain Corridor was signed and the market viewed the news of the corridor as bearish. And we saw the wheat market slump 47 cents a bushel on anticipation of a flood of Ukrainian grain hitting the market. But less than 24 hours later, Russia filed missiles into a major port, which completely derailed any hopes of an amicable agreement. Meanwhile, the forecast temperatures in the US Corn Belt and in Europe have turned really dire. Extreme heat and very little rainfall predicted for the next two weeks, so there's plenty of weather worries about as well. That's it from me. I'll hand over to Joel and Robert Herman. Well, welcome to a really uh, interesting Commodity Conversations, I think I can say that, because today I've got Joel Rocks with me, and Joel is the co-founder and managing director of Agrinaus. Um, I'll let Joel explain uh, the business model and, and what Agrinaus does, but it's, uh, it's a really uh, topical subject at the moment. We're talking about using data to enhance the functions that have traditionally happened, and, and today it's about livestock, about traceability, it's about tracking data, and it's about using that. So, Joel, welcome to Commodity Conversations, and um, tell us a little bit about Agrinaus. Yeah, thanks, Rob, and uh, pleasure to be on today. Uh, Agrinaus is a, a little project I started back in 2016 when I first entered agency space. Um, seeing a lack of data, a lack of ability to um, to run a, an efficient and organised business um, due to uh, underinvestment in software, um, really strove to try and shift the shift that space. Um, and yeah, where we are today is very different space to where we were in 2016 and 17. But Agrinaus is providing a, a full uh, service package for agency and sale yards, um, and we run that as a true cloud software service as a subscription model. So is it fair to say, Joel, that it, it's going to actually enable the flow of information and data on those livestock transactions to be uh, to move more efficiently and effectively um, back to the farmer? Is, is that where the value is going to be? Yeah, correct. That's definitely part of the, the vision and the way the business is building. We um, have spent many years forging ahead on, a, on building a strong foundation, uh, focused initially and still currently investing heavily in the sale yard space. 
around digital enablement and taking you know, interface sales, we've helped evolve and uh, see the increase in that through better data collection and dissemination. So agencies in the field can go and complete their full assessment for a third party integrator, be that Stock Live or Auctions Plus, and share that data in real time straight to their, their operatives at those particular businesses. So um, the farmer's going, let's, let's talk about an example then. So the farmer is going to sell his sheep either on, uh, online or in the sale yards, or sheep or cattle, and, uh, and the data that is captured will be made available. Um, do you need to get permissions for this, or how does that work? The, the data that's captured currently um, is all uh, agent-assisted through, through their accredited process with either of those uh, sites. There's, there's contractors involved in different points through that supply chain, but yeah, they're, um, there's, at the end of the day, the, uh, that producer has entrusted the agent to do the best marketing possible for their, uh, on behalf of them, uh, and also that um, agent has gone through the right process in regards of um, understanding the assessment qualities of animals and portraying that to the public. So we just enable the, the data flow and, and reduce the errors that are prone in um, I suppose, in fragmented data aggregation. So there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, having enhanced traceability schemes and, and systems in Australia. And we know that, um, you know, the cattle has all got EIDs across the country. Um, sheep have got EIDs in Victoria and, and it looks like we're going to see progress in other states. How does Agrinaus play into that space? I mean, if, the, if we were looking to do some traceability and background checking, is that part of what you could do? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, um, we definitely uh, are the market leader in sheep EID. Um, yeah, the data proves that. We're moving around about 80% of Victoria's uh, EIDs that are transferred through the NLIS. Um, we initially started it down, you know, it was a bit of a, um, a fortuitous event actually is we, we created this um, vision and, and future uh, plans for this company and EID hadn't been legislated. It was 2016, it was all a bit of a topic, but it wasn't enforced. Um, and come to 2018, April 20, uh, 1 April 2018, when EID went live, we had two clients, uh, Horsham Sale Yards and Oyen Sale Yards. And the agents around those spaces were you know, tremendous supporters of our company. But currently today, we represent six of the top seven uh, Victorian um, sale yards. Uh, moving yeah that 80% of the commodity and we have uh, our data whilst we uh, pro provide software in the Victorian sheep sale yards we also service predominant sale yards throughout the country uh, Mouche in the west and Narra Court in South Australia uh, and and some of uh, the leading agents in Wagga are using our software as well and timestamp data on drafting activities indicate that with good software there's not not an impost in performance from those drafting guys as far as slowing them down or anything like that with the introduction of the EIDs. Victoria's definitely um, ironed out a lot of the bugs. It wasn't that smooth in the early days. Uh, we, we collaborate uh, very well with the hardware providers in the space. Uh, and yeah, we have, def between our two companies, we definitely um, have helped increase that performance. So there is a um, chatter around this whole EID thing in sale yards that uh, you know in the busy times in the big markets it just won't be able to be handled mm. that's not what that's not your experience we're not seeing it in the data yeah definitely not I had a look at some um, some performance data out of Ballarat just the other day for another conference I was speaking at and um, 
yeah, it was incredible just to scroll down that page, you know, with the, the push up to 98%. Yeah, you were looking for the gaps where they weren't hitting the 100%. Uh, and look, the 100% is normally because of draft outs and things like that. Yeah. I think there is a lot of pressure put on the system. Um, if drafting uh, isn't, there's, I suppose, two avenues there. If drafting isn't done um, you know, in line with buyer expectations, so you're leaving some rough animals in there when perhaps they should have been pulled out, you're going to create additional workload for scan outs. But true, on the other side of it, um, buyers um, being, I suppose, overly selective um, can you know, disrupt the process. If you're if you're halving a lot of 300, you're going to have to scan those 150 again to segregate the data sure. if they're going to a different destination property. So, what about the um, uh, capturing that data with um, prices attached? And I'm gathering that's something you can do. So the price, so the, the animals are captured as a sale unit and then it has price to test. Are you able to generate some um, market insights? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, our focus has been on building um, software for infield performance and, and enablement. But uh, yeah, we have a, a large repository of data um, and we're collaborating with different people around uh, to deliver those market insights. We do provide the Bespoke when someone rings up, and we can and you know anonymize and aggregate some data and provide some insights back on that. But yeah, out on a on a sheep level, we're capturing data on a on a device level in Victoria, um, and obviously on the cattle side of things, we're definitely catching that. Um, on the cattle, we we actually do a lot um, with a company Thompson Longhorn, uh, and through um, some of our uh, sites up the east coast with the RLX network, we're capturing individual uh, price and individual weight uh, through the single waves process. So we can rip out some really amazing data out of that. So we've, at Mercado, we did have um, a look at some of that during the wiener cattle sales in um, in the south this year, and it was was interesting to be able to compare markets uh, and weights and categories, um, but, it, but it was the fastest I'd seen that comparison being ableized. So that's gotta be something you're pretty excited about. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a little bit of a fumbling around in, you know, extracting our data and playing around in Excel, but over, I think it was nine trading days, there was $42.5 million worth of transactions uh, that took place. And, you know, within a matter of a couple of hours, we sort of spat that out into some really, uh, really clever insights that were able to share with some of our clients. So do you, um, how's your relationship with National Livestock Reporting Service and MLA then? Is, is that something you, it's collaborative or do you see that as this view as an alternative to that? Uh, yeah, that's a really good point and really topical. We do have um, a working discussion, I yeah. suppose, with, with MLA. Um, yeah, we don't have anything um, concrete and yeah, look, the jury's out where that'll head to. Um, I think that there's um, some really strong values in being independent even further from the NLRS. Um, you know, they, yeah, there's, there's, a good, there's a good service there, um, but there's also potentially some other ways. In, and I suppose with our business being, you know, the, the decision makers, um, we can be a lot more agile and provide data in different ways. We're not necessarily hamstrung by um, the way things have always been and what a particular consumer might be expecting to see on the other side. So I'm talking to Joel Rocks today, who's co-founder and managing director of AgriNouse, and uh, it's great to have you on Commodity Conversations today, Joel. 
Um, I can tell though that uh, I, I, I'm picking up here that what we're seeing now is just the beginning of a big journey. Just talk a little bit about what you think is going to evolve from where we are now with this um, digital and data driven um, work that you're doing. Yeah, look, I, I think the agency space is our, is our focus. Um, and I see that there's a real big evolution that, that can um, take place with agency space. And it, it's, it is data driven. Uh, it is a different way of doing things. Uh, it's the new way of doing things. Uh, there's lots of other companies like ours that have bucked the Forbes trend of 98% of startups fail in the first year. Yeah, um, you know, we're six years in uh, and growing rapidly. Um, new sale yards are coming to us week in, week out. Uh, we're rolling out another sale yard next week. We did um, Roma, the most significant uh, cattle sale yeah. yard in the country, it went live the 1st of July. Um, you know, some, some really big uh, businesses are coming to us and we're growing. Uh, but yeah, where it can go into the future is, is extremely exciting and we see opening up the digital data flow of, uh, with obviously the right approvals and consents along the way um, between investments of companies like AgriWeb or Mobile or, or these on-farm uh, data capturing tools. We can help uh, unlock uh, and also populate um, data that may come from or go to those particular sites that that producer has chosen as a best fit tool for their business. Yes, well, that, that sounds really exciting. Now, we know that um, the livestock, and you mentioned that you're, you're working closely with livestock agency businesses. Um, I mean, they're a really efficient operation for a long time. They've been a really efficient operation, but we all know that everyone's going to have to change in the future. How's, how is the take up from the agents and what sort of things are you seeing on the positive side and what sort of challenges are you finding in that space? Yeah, look, the challenges is probably a good spot to start because yeah. uh, wherever you turn up, um, you know, you get these people who go, you know, they just don't want to use it. doesn't matter how good the system is to yeah. put it in front of them, to try and train them. They just don't want to use it because, you know, people hate change. Yeah. Everyone hates change and, and we're cognizant of that. That's why the way in which we deliver our software and work with people we help, um, we help, we actually, it's a pretty targeted approach. We'll find the ones that do want to do it. We'll help them book value into the system. And then we'll go back to the ones that didn't want to do it because they're the ones that want their reports yesterday. Yeah, sure. So we provide them with access to how to get the reports and we'll start to educate them on what they can do in line with their role that they may play in the team or their willingness to pick up the technology. And we just don't force anyone into it. And we see it's a pretty, um, organic process, you know, that can, most people uh, are fully picking it up as a whole team operation within a couple of months, but your leaders and those guys that are, are looking to make the change, you know, it's, it's only a one day type thing. Like you just build good software and it gets good results. You've just really explained just what happens in all um, evolutions and changes, I think, Joe, but there must be, um, some really good stories because I could imagine that uh, you know the younger um, not necessarily in years but the younger in their thinking process mm. will be looking at this and and getting very excited give us some examples of how you've seen individual agents actually take this data and use it to their value oh yeah well quite often and probably a, a bit more on the social side of things we occasionally get the, the little um, SMS into the office of 
an agent laying on a banana lounge up on the coast somewhere on holidays going, geez, our greenhouse is good. I could keep over my local market while I'm on holidays. Yeah. And that, that's probably just a low-level bit of sure. fun as to how they deliver value. But um, we do get a lot of people, um, you know, the, probably the biggest thing is people can um, start later and finish earlier. So it's we deliver the... the uh, roughly the same output in Australia, but we can con- you know can pull that a bit closer together in regards to time, yeah. which means that people can get out and be doing other business or home with family yeah. when they you know and not doing the late nights that this industry is renowned for. Um, we you know we see that OHS welfare component of that as well, um, and also some people even up in Roma like. Uh, that way bridge the other week they had a bit of a monster sale and it was running really well but sheer volume meant that that finished at 3 a.m yeah and some agents stand around you know waiting for their weights of their cattle or buyers don't get a full report but through the ability of real-time data if you're the first agent you can actually go and you might be finished by 3 p.m mm. uh, and you can you know check do your check off process and actually get your sale in and get it running so there's some really big advantages by, um, I suppose, siloing individual agency databases yep. and aggregating it back over the top at a sale yard. So the, the buyers are quite happy with it? Yeah, we've got about uh, 3,000 registered users on our system now, and we break down the, um, the transformation of data to buyers. So um, we've got some great testimonials on our website, one's from um, Stuart Gromley from ALC. Uh, about how our system has transformed it. We've had testimonies from Fletcher's International. Um, buyers are picking it up. They, they hate it at the start. You yeah. know, they're yeah. adverse to change. We were doing things different, but each buyer in our system gets a free login to our system by way of being a client of that sale yard. And what, whether you're buying out of Bendigo, Ballarat, or you know, Upper Gracemere, Rockhampton, if you're one trading entity, you can jump onto our system and go, well, what did I buy today? And from one login, you can have all your reports, your individual animal data, uh, at, if it's captured or weighed on at an individual level, you get all your EID tags and, and all that record is from in the one portal. That's It's a it's a byproduct of our system. As, just, as well as um, average weights, prices. Yeah, all your standard all reports in are in there. Yeah. yeah, all those PDFs that the industry has yeah, growing and to my liking, we've, we've actually got too many. The, you know, the, the, the way that the, there's, I think there's something like 85 different reports in our system and about 20 of those are available to buyers. Yeah. And some of those have, you know, what's a, this, this particular report needs this data in the third column, but I need to make another one because someone else wants it in the fourth. Yeah. We cater to that. Uh, it, it grinds our gears. We want to spend more time building better tools and, and aggregating the data in a digital way in front of them to help the, help the industry. Uh, but you can't. we understand that you need to meet the current and then involve. We can't just go straight to what the future's like because if we do that, we're not bringing the, the stakeholders along the journey with us. Well, I think um, I think it's an exciting thing because the you know not to be too critical, but there is a, a feeling that perhaps livestock and uh, and the transaction hasn't actually moved as much as other industries have in terms of data using data and digitising. So, Agrinouse is certainly bringing that to it. And Joel, um, you've done a really good job today of explaining what you do. Um, we wish you all the best, and uh, and we thank you for your time. And I'm pretty sure 
that uh, we'll watch closely your progress and, and let's get you back on again in, a, in, in the future and talk about how this is evolving. Yeah, we'd love that. And uh, we also, um, we've got a few testimonials on our website, agreenhouse.com.au. Um, we're growing more. We sh- we've got plenty more advocates out there. We just need to find the time to actually uh, turn that into some written content. Well, that's a good problem to have, having more advocates and, <laughs> and looking to find time for that. So thanks again, Joel, and all the best. Thanks for your time, Rob. Thanks for listening to another episode of Commodity Conversations. If you're looking for more detailed information on commodity markets, you can head to the Mercado website and pick up a premium subscription, which will give you full access to all our archive of reports, as well as all the fresh analysis as it's delivered and access to our team of analysts. Thanks again. And until next week, take care.